0: I'm Critter. I'm Jace. And we should be working. working. God damn it, it's one two (laughs) say it. All right. I'm Critter. I'm Jace. And and we should should be be working. working. I fucking hate you so much.
1: (laughs) One of my favorite things that I've done this week is sign up. No one cares. the Urban Dictionary newsletter for, uh like, word of the day. And it is just, it's amazing.
0: What's today's word?
1: I can't say it on our podcast. It's inappropriate.
0: What? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's pretty much, pretty much everyone is not the kind of thing I'd feel comfortable saying on our podcast that people we know listen to. But they're so funny, man. I Why? just love them. Why? say
0: the word and not the definition. Okay. The
1: word is cheesecake. <laughs> by an urban dictionary right the word from yesterday is egg one of them i like that i actually can say is breadcrumbing which is when the crush has no intentions of taking things further but they like the attention so they flirt here or there and send dms and texts just to keep the person interested knowing well that they're staying single
0: yeah that's uh also called being benched
1: are you have you ever been benched
0: yeah i'm pretty sure i have but i mean like th- that stuff as soon as i realize what's happening i'm like all right See ya.
1: Oh, what's the giveaway that you're being binged
0: Um, usually, like if you made plans and then they cancel on you, then they have no intention of like making new plans or like coming up with like a new date or time to make it work. That that's a big one.
1: Mm.
0: Um, mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of times when you're talking to people, especially over just text message and stuff, it you feel their intentions just how they respond to things and like how quickly. And I understand that people are busy and have other lives and stuff. But if, if you really want to date someone, then you would make time for that person and respond to that person. So if somebody's not doing that, then it's like, all right, I don't have time to make for you either. See ya.
1: Oh, man, I'm realizing that I I benched somebody back like freshman year of high school or you know, something. I was like 14 or 15 or something. But it wasn't because I just liked the attention and I didn't like her. It was because I was just so anxious about actually hanging out and her realizing that i wasn't super cool it's easy to be cool and like aim you know instant messenger <laughs> so i would I like probably like at least five times you know we'd make plans to get together and then i'd be like oh my grandma fell i had to go help her and i'm like talking on aim and i'm like i'm at my grandma's house right now and she's like but your profile is the same because back then it like you know it was with your computer i was like well i brought my right. computer with me and somehow like i would keep her believing it it was i don't know in retrospect i feel horrible about it but It's just so stressful, man. Especially at that age. Yeah.
0: Well, I think, I don't know, I think while while you're in it and learning from the experiences, it's not as bad. You're just like, oh, fuck, that's where I messed up versus like, oh, such a terrible person back then. You know what I'm saying? But I was a, God. I, I mean, you're always a terrible person. I get it. But
1: see, this is why assuming best intent, which we talked about, is important because I can see how that would make me look like a terrible person. But I wasn't doing it just to be a jerk or to keep stringing her along. I was doing it because I was nervous and insecure, you know,
0: and I feel like that's. Well, and and you didn't realize what you were doing. You were just uh, an idiot. Teenage. Oh, were you purposely like, yeah, I'll just let her follow me along for a little while and just, you know, keep this going. I mean, I'm not a bad person, but I'm just going to string this person along consciously for the next however long.
1: I think kind of subconsciously, like, not. I don't think it's conscious. So like how it would go down is, you know, she would say, do you want to get together this weekend? And I I can't say no in advance, you know, over and over and over. So I have to say yes and then cancel last minute and say something came up. Um, No,
0: no, that's not even an option. Man, the fact that you even said that that is an option means you should just stop making plans altogether. Well, first of all, it's just 20 years ago. (laughs) I know. But Jesus Christ, that's not how you make plans at all. Well, but what's
1: the other option though? So there's three options one one option the, the
0: only option in that situation, <laughs> if you're not feeling that person is to tell them nah, not it's feeling not that it. I wasn't feeling her. I thought she was awesome. I was just too nervous to go out to go hang out with her, so you instead of hanging out with her, you decided that you would string her along by baiting her with a hangout session and then switching it on her with "I'm a flake, I suck at this <laughs> what what else should I have done though um been up front tell her that i really want to hang out but i'm too fucking nervous or so just not do it at all find somebody that doesn't make you nervous man i like
1: now now i get that now i realize like vulnerability and honesty but, and clear but that's kind what i'm of saying stuff. right but yeah but when you're 14 there's no way i'm ever gonna say like i want to hang out but i'm too nervous like not in a million years would that have happened when i was 14 that crap was yeah, too no, scary me either.
0: i mean shit me either i was fourteen, fifteen. i went but what what i would do if i was nervous and like when i would hang out with somebody or whatever is i would ju- i just went hang out with them like I, I just didn't like feeling flighty while i was hanging out with somebody because it it's never a good thing like either i'm just anxious because i'm insecure or whatever or they're doing something that's making me want to fucking run away and i need to just get the fuck away from it so like either way like, it's like Whatever.
1: But, so, so you wouldn't hang out with them. So then they would say, "Hey, Jason, you want to hang out?" And you would just be like, "No, not really."
0: I was like, "No, nah, I'm good. I'm, oh, I'm going to go do this instead." But I mean, like, it, yeah, especially when I was younger, them. I was doing stuff though. Yeah, and, and you had a advance. life. I mean, well, I was more active than I am today. Like, I was around fourteen, fifteen. I was just getting into like video games, like really getting into uh, MMOs and online gaming back then. So that was that was a weird transition. But I mean, aside from that, I was usually hanging out at the car shop, or playing basketball, or hanging out at the beach, or just cruising down on Lee Drive with some friends. Hmm. Yeah, I don't like.
1: So, so say that someone came to you and said, "When, when can you hang out?" Like at a certain point, you have to, you you have to be upfront and say, "I'm not interested in hanging out with you." Somehow.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: So you you felt you you felt comfortable saying that to somebody.
0: I I feel comfortable telling everyone that i don't know i'm good i don't need to talk to you anymore i don't need you to exist in my life for me to continue my life so see ya like the, the problem i have is that and, and where i am today versus i was then where it was then is now i'm trying to figure out the nicer ways to say things whereas back mm. then i would just say what i was thinking which would get me in trouble all the time and piss off people all the time
1: cah I I like that though man. I mean, it, you know, it sucks for somebody to tell you like I don't I don't want to hang out with you. That's that's a crappy thing to hear. But that's less bad than being breadcrumbed or like yanked along or you know, like have somebody hang out with you just because they feel pressured to because politeness or something.
0: No, I'll tell you I'll tell you the worst one and this one I am guilty of doing is is hanging out with somebody out of pity. Where you're just like okay, and they just like hang out with them. And they're just like, how come you're not really having any fun? Then this was just more for like friends and stuff. And it's like, how come you're not enjoying yourself or I'm like, Because I didn't want to fucking do this. I wanted to stay home and play video games. Why the fuck am I here? <laughs> like, it's just like, I'm doing this because you said that it's very important to you. So I am here. Like, I'm trying, but it's not enjoyable for me. This is activity that I do not like. I said that in the beginning.
1: I'm trying to think if I've ever hung out with, with someone just out of pity. I think I think I would be nice to them in the moment, and then I would come up with a reason why I couldn't. I don't I don't know if it was Man, time you where just I just like went the flake with
0: it. on people. I, I think I mean I think for the majority the of my of Critters life, Critters coming out.
1: for the majority of my life, I was incredibly flaky. It's only like within the past five years I think that I've kind of gotten my crap together.
0: In the past five years, so like even when we first met, you're flaky as shit. Mm, yeah, I think so. So do you think it's it's the children that that make you more reliable? More uh, no,
1: I think it's just growth in general and like, you know, the whole courage over comfort and clear as kind stuff has kind of hit home for me in the past few years.
0: Mm. Yeah, you suck.
1: Yeah, I think that I I like I could see myself back in uh back in so five years ago it was twenty sixteen. That was when we we'd already worked together for a few years at that point. But oh, yeah, twenty
0: sixteen yeah, we're on the same project for a year. Yeah.
1: I could see myself like if somebody like, if, you know, if it were somebody I actually wanted to hang out with and cool, but if it was somebody else uh, that I that I wasn't super interested in hanging out with, but they asked me like I I can actually remember a specific person that wanted semi frequently to hang out and I would usually agree and then the day of be like my kid's sick or something. And I mean, I think that that's why I've been so bad at ever having friends is because like I'm there are very few people in the world that I want to hang out with enough to go through the trouble of like actually making it happen. So I usually, yeah, okay. Now I'm putting it all together. Now I don't breadcrumb for crushes, but I definitely breadcrumb for friends. That's the thing that I'm guilty <laughs> of. People want to hang out with me. Like I'll, I'll, I'll talk to them just enough to keep the friendship kind of alive, but never like actually committing to getting together and you know getting but, serious about. It.
0: I, I mean, this kind of goes back to one of our earlier episodes where we we're talking about like our different friend structures that we have. I feel like what you're describing is what I describe as acquaintances. Like I mean I don't necessarily like bait them along or anything, but like I still have a cordial relationship with them, polite, whatever, and we have our little back and forth, but really there's no there's no real like inside jokes that are made or like there's no real like um I don't know. I don't know what it's called. Like I, th- I, things it. That I categorize as like friendship building. So so like they're still cool people. They they do their jobs right, they they're I mean whatever right like whatever it is and like i'll keep the relationship so like if like if they're coworkers and i end up on projects i'm just like oh this fucking guy again it's like oh hey yeah nice seeing you again (laughs) you know what i'm saying like i'm not trying to burn those bridges but at the same time we ain't gonna be best friends
1: yeah yeah and maybe that's the difference maybe it's the difference between a friend and an acquaintance maybe the the acquaintance is the person that i breadcrumb and the friend is the person that i know well enough to not feel like i don't want to go through with hanging out with him. But I don't have any of those.
0: But also, on the flip side, yeah, you don't have any friends. Um, on the exactly. Flip side,
1: I have family, and that's it.
0: Yep. Uh, on the flip side of that... God, where was I going with that? Oh, I'm the worst. Idiot. That one's Some gone. friend you yeah. are. That one oh, fuck.
1: <laughs> I'm just going to stand here oh, and um, what, what was say, oh, I was gonna what I was
0: going to say is that uh, the funny part about that is, like, if I consider you a friend, we're comfortable enough where I can... I can flake or have an excuse yeah. and it's just like, Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll just reschedule, but, but we always reschedule. Right. That that's the, that's a defining factor for, for me mm-hmm. at least is like, if I flake, I'm going to come with you with options to make it up. But if, and like, if I have a friend and they flake, then we discuss options to make it up. But like going back to the, the dating thing and stuff like that, where, where, you know, my alarms start going off is like, you know, we make it, we make plans and they, They have to, something comes up, whatever it is. And I was like, oh, okay, so when would you like to reschedule that? And then it's either crickets or like they're just super evasive. I'm just like, it's not worth it. It's not worth it for me to figure out if you're fucking with me or not or making this fucking plan that maybe you'll come to. So I'm done. See ya.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think there's something to that. It's like a, a friend is the person that you can flake on without having to feel guilty about it because, you know, you got a strong relationship and you're not just being a jerk.
0: Well, and and you're going to give explanations to your friends, right? You're not going you know, to be like, it is what it is. See you later. <laughs> it's just like, oh, man, this, this actually happened. Like, you can, you can tell your friends weren't intimate things that happened that would, you know, make you flake. Like, your insecurities or you're depressed or whatever it is. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Could you, is a friend the person that you can say, I don't want to hang out today to?
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
1: But you can't say that to an acquaintance because that's rude
0: no I, I definitely say that to acquaintances too well but i, mean, I, I i'm talking about people do yeah I, yes <laughs> i i but, don't i don't know what's rude for other people uh, that's why people have to tell me when i'm being rude so i'm just like oh i have to correct something
1: that's so it doesn't it doesn't seem obviously rude to you if someone if you had plans to hang out with somebody and then they texted you like i don't want to hang out with you today
0: no i'd be like okay <laughs>
1: that's fascinating to me like i wouldn't be offended i would think it was amusing but i I, that's not like a socially acceptable thing to just say
0: yeah but i mean like on uh well like going back to it right like so if they're a friend saying it then then we have a rapport where that's that's an acceptable response and just like okay today sucks that that's how i take it it's like okay today sucks for you let's not do it and then i was just like hey what about this weekend or you know, do you want to even make it up at some point? Or should mm-hmm. we skip this one and, and do something in the near future? Like I, I've done all of those. Like uh even our buddy Jake that was on a few episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Like our our friendships so bananas. There's so many like excuses and like rescheduling and stuff, but but we always reschedule and then we eventually always make time. So it it's you know carried on, even though we haven't even worked together or even seen each other in person for years now four years three years something like that actually i I think it's been about two years since i've seen him
1: oh that's fair i think most people haven't seen their friends in person for about that long at this point
0: right yeah i mean covid plus and and then yeah we don't have those hangouts now we don't live in the same city either so that sucks as well but yeah that does suck
1: yeah i mean this definitely goes back to the whole like the only way to have friends as an adult is to just schedule it like a meeting thing too I think there's something to that, and now I think podcasts are like that, but on steroids. let bring them on your podcast.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah, we talked about this in, in the last one. Yeah, to... that's pretty it's killer. The, uh... I, I mean, I I do I didn't realize that that's that's what I was kind of going for, but I mean, it's kind of where we ended up, right? Of just kind of no real plan, no uh, no prompts and stuff like that. Just kind mm-hmm. of like, hey, how's it going? Let's catch up in front of all these people that are listening. It's
1: I think we I think we might have talked at one point about awkward conversations and like what makes a conversation awkward and I don't don't know if I actually talked to you or just thought about it but like I I think that's really interesting to think about like how if you're just sitting with somebody on a couch and there's a silence then it's pretty awkward but if you're like in a car ride with someone and there's a silence it's not really that big a deal because the car ride is kind of the primary activity and the conversation is sort of secondary to it Um, so it's like there's not as much pressure to be constantly providing each other value with a steady stream of conversation because you know you're getting somewhere and so but i think if, podcasts are kind of like that
0: hold on but if you're sitting on the couch with someone and there's awkward silence i'm putting air quotes around that um what the hell are you doing why are you sitting on the couch in the first place
1: and you're having a conversation man say it's like say you invited them over Dude, for dinner and it's after dinner and you're just chilling hanging out and talking
0: then then you put something on in the background like if, if you're gonna sit on the couch and talk i i mean. I prefer to put just anything, like, some shitty Netflix show, The Office, whatever, just in the background and and low so that it, like, it will feed into the conversation during those moments. Like, if you get, like, awkwardly silent, then you're like, oh, this part's hilarious. Like, oh, yeah, I remember the episode where blah, blah, blah. And then you, like, spin off from there again. You're –
1: so I'm with you, but you're totally missing the point of what I'm I'm trying to say is, like, it's hard to – so say, say Frank, for example, we just we talked to him on our, our last episode. Um, it's a little bit easier to say, hey, Frank, come join us every six weeks for our podcast than it is to say, hey, Frank, come join us every six weeks to just chat or something and book it during working hours. You know, like it feels like there's actually a goal in mind and there's a mission and it's not just for the sake of having a conversation. So it, it just it sort of feels easier to, to keep in touch with people because you have a you have a value that you're providing them outside of just talking. I don't know. It's like lower, uh, lower, lower stress,
0: maybe lower, lower barrier of entry.
1: Yeah, lower barrier. Um, of... I mean, I, you well, could argue I, that I it's think... it's harder because people get stressed out about like being on a podcast. But you know, at least at least that way, you've got some sort of structure and there's like a purpose behind it.
0: I think podcasts are similar to like working together in that there's there's um, an inherited code of conduct that comes with it, right? Like. I mean I I curse and stuff like that but I mean there's there's definitely things that I don't say on here or details I don't say and stuff like that because it's we're sharing it to the public and that I mean already people don't agree with what I'm saying in on this podcast in a lot of ways so that's fine then they're it open to their own opinions but like I, I I don't know I I feel like I I do agree with you that, that inviting somebody to like come chat on a or to come talk on a podcast is much more alluring than like, hey, me and Critter just want to berate you for an hour in a in a meeting. Does that sound fun? Can you do it on Friday? <laughs> awesome.
1: Uh, I, I, I like the, the comparison to work, because work makes it very easy to keep your friend. Like if you work with someone and you're friends with them, then you're going to stay friends because you work together. And uh, that's why it's so easy to lose touch. You stop working together because you don't have a structure around it so I think that this is a structure that's like it's it, it has a lot of the same benefits of working together because it's like you're accomplishing a thing together. You have a schedule for it. You know, you've got preset meetings set aside, like time booked. Um, and I think that, that the fact that it's that you are doing a thing as opposed to just hanging out makes it easier to keep it going.
0: Yeah, I find it. So I find it weird because we we do both. Right. We We have the scheduled podcasts and then we have the scheduled creeper fun time where it's just me you and nancy hanging out and just talking shit and playing video games or whatever and like i I don't know i i prefer either honestly like the podcast is fun just because it's a thing that nobody thought i would ever do that that's kind of alluring to me and the fact that it's just out there i I don't know i i enjoy it. it it's fulfilled like all of the passive enjoyment that i get from doing a thing where like People come out and they're like, "What? You're recording two times a week? Oh, what the hell?" And it's like, "Oh yeah, it's it's just conversations. I don't uh-huh. like to to me. I'm we just set up more times where me and you are just having more conversations. It, it's not it's not necessarily like this big production thing that we do. So it it seems more natural or not more natural, but easier for me to do. than, I guess like somebody yeah, from the outside looking in and not knowing anything about you know." creating a podcast or distributing a podcast or anything like that
1: yeah yeah i don't i don't know why it feels it feels less stressful than just having a conversation you would think it would be the opposite because like we're we're performing or something but i don't know i just don't feel as much uh as much anxiety like if i just had a chat with somebody that i hadn't talked to in a while then i would feel there would be a little bit of anxiety like not a lot you know i wouldn't i wouldn't want to like flake on them or anything but just like okay well I haven't talked to this person in a while. It might be awkward. I'll probably have to try and be funny and, you know, keep the conversation interesting or whatever. But if we're recording a podcast, I don't feel any of that. It's just it's, it feels easier. It's weird. I never expected this to happen.
0: I know. I had to yell at you until it happened. Did you yell at me? I remember that. Yeah, a lot of times. I mean, we, well, we, we brought this up. We brought up doing just a random podcast with us several times months before we actually did it.
1: You want to hear how many listeners we got now?
0: Three. Like right now? Live streaming listeners?
1: Yeah, on the live stream that doesn't exist, we have zero listeners. Good work, everybody.
0: Come on, man. We got to do Twitch. We can Twitch stream it.
1: Man, that's so so risky, though. Like, uh, we can't edit that crap out. What if we
0: accidentally... No, we can't.
1: What if we accidentally spout a name off of, of someone we both hate, and then, you know, it's out there.
0: I don't think there's anybody that we both hate.
1: Oh, I hate almost everyone so if you hate anyone chances are we both hate him fair we have in the last seven days we've had 93 unique listeners
0: i'm telling you man that that bloom episode like people people enjoyed that one for whatever reason i don't know it, i enjoyed that conversation i always enjoy talking to bloom too
1: whatever man it's just because i posted it on my blog and all my, all my I, blog i'm sure, fans.
0: dude i'm i'm sure between that and the fact that Christopher Bloom was the the guest had like amplified it enough.
1: I was totally kidding. I'm sure my seven blog readers didn't hit the numbers too hard. no, right. because
0: it it was posted on LinkedIn, and then another coworker hit me up randomly. Remember, it was just like, "Hey, I just discovered your podcast."
1: Oh yeah, LinkedIn got some too,
0: and I've been working on the same project as this other coworker for the past three years, so it's it's kind of funny. I didn't mention it. So I've got a
1: semi-topic that I want to ask you about. Ugh. I read the book, First Break all Rules. Is it, it the Hot rules. Topic? Is it? Ooh, is Hot Topic still around? I haven't been there in a minute. Uh, it was before the pandemic, but I haven't been to a mall since. Man, I used to love it. I never bought a single thing in that store, and it kind of terrified me when I was like 13 and hung out at the mall a lot. But I love just wandering <laughs> around there and seeing all the weird people and stuff. I thought that was so cool.
0: Man, I think the only thing I have left from hot topic is the johnny homicidal maniac comic books
1: oh yeah we talked about that with uh happy noodle boy is that right yep happy noodle boy all right the book first break all the rules it's about management stuff and it actually it deli- like the title delivers i'm so tired man. of your
0: management stuff
1: i, I need cares? you to keep me grounded with you <laughs> okay, know let's hear it so you should quit
0: <laughs> panhandle
1: <laughs> i don't <laughs> i don't have the charm to panhandle um, <laughs> so there were, like, four big rules that it said you should break. Like, these rules are stupid.
0: But it says break all the rules, not just four of them.
1: Well, apparently all the rules, there's only four rules, and you break all those four.
0: Alyssa. All
1: right, rule number one. When selecting someone, let's say they select for, okay, yeah, so this one's like, when you're when you're trying to hire somebody, you don't pay too much attention to their experience, or how smart they are, or how determined they are. You just look at what your team is lacking in terms of talents and you look for the person that has that talent and a talent is something that cannot be learned so a talent is not like you know no development a talent is like strong communication or uh or but a... communication
0: can be learned like strong no. communication can be learned
1: no the the book argues there's that
0: literally courses on it
1: yeah i know i mean like you know you, you can learn okay so let me see there's a thing a survey called strengths finder let me pull up the the thingy and it has 34 themes and you take the survey and it tells you like what are your top 5 strengths and these are all more or less things that are either really really hard to teach someone or impossible to teach someone and they're sort of like genetically ingrained in you um and so that's you know at a high level like that's kind of the basis of the book is like you get there are skills and there are um not, there's knowledge those are you know the two things that people have that you can be taught and you can learn and there's talents which you just can't you know like you you have a certain set of talents a good manager will draw out the talents that you have instead of trying to like shove in talents that you don't have because that never works so like have you ever seen a really terrible communicator turn it around I don't. it just doesn't happen you know yes People people can improve slightly, and and uh, usually if they do, then that's because they just weren't trying, and they'll start trying. But like, I mean, if I would
0: I would say my own communication skills have improved greatly in the past few years. Like, I don't remember you being a bad communicator when I worked amount. with you. Really? When I would just yeah. yell at you that things are broken and help me! Oh my god, everything's on fire! No, that's not a kind of of, like that. You never. <laughs> oh, that that, that's that fine grab. communication.
1: That's that. I, well, I, I you did all the time. That. What are you talking no. about? You, I, I, do, no... I do
0: that okay sure
1: <laughs> i mean if you did then i just thought it was funny or something and i didn't like pay attention because i don't <laughs> i don't remember you ever doing that but like i always knew what I you know, were the doing. early days were rough i always knew what you were up to and i always knew what you were stressed about and like what was blocking you and you know like what uh what the things that you had just finished working like that, that was never a problem for you but i've definitely worked with a lot of people that just like they don't talk you know or if they do talk then they leave out words and you can't tell what the heck they're trying to say half the time <laughs> and those people it's you know like no matter how much you try and drill into them like talk more tell us more about what you're trying to accomplish you know say the important things and don't leave, don't include all the fluff that doesn't matter like you, you just can't you can't teach that to people it's just a really tough thing for and that's just one of them so like another one is uh one, one that i have according to strength finder is harmony i think is that it Um, people exceptionally talented in the harmony theme look for consensus they don't enjoy conflict rather they seek areas of agreement so if you take someone who does not care about harmony and consensus and try and teach them to care about that they're never going to care it's it's just it's ingrained or it's not another one is um
0: i don't know i feel like you could argue all of these
1: i well i mean the you could but you'd be wrong i don't think i am I individualization think. is my number. My number one strength is individualization. People exceptionally talented how? in the individualization theme are intrigued with the unique qualities of each person. They have a gift for figuring out how different people can work together productively. That's my number one strength. Uh, and according to the book and according to the survey, if you're not good at that, then you'll never be good at that.
0: Okay. So you don't buy it. I'm good with that. Like I, I feel like all of these are trainable. First, for for sure. Well, that's because like, you're even, following even, the
1: rule. You're supposed to break the rule.
0: Well, even even the individualization thing, like people, you can create personas and stuff, and and understand which, which type what type of, of person. That's the opposite of
1: individualization. You're trying to group people into preset Hell, categories. Yeah. Profiling. What's up? <laughs> that's exactly what individualization is not.
0: You're not treating them as individuals. But I'm saying as a learning tool, you would start with something like that and then eventually you just realize and start recognizing people's actual unique traits and abilities and then piecing them together.
1: Okay. Well, like how about figuring this? out any
0: puzzle. Say, say that you do, say that there's somebody
1: who's really not good at individualization. Is that, I want a better example. That's a tough one to reason about. Um, how about, what was the command? Command's a good one. Uh, people exceptionally talented in the command theme have presence. They can take control of a situation and make decisions. So, say that you need command, need need someone to you know take command on a team, and you hire someone who doesn't have that skill. You know you're just screwed. They can't do it. You know m- maybe you can teach them but to be you sufficient at it. Somebody over.
0: To lead oh my god you can you, teach anybody to lead you that, can't, that's the thing is, is it just takes time and resources
1: you can teach someone to lead but you can't teach them the skill of command you can you know so they can you can't try and teach
0: them the minute detail that makes command different than leadership uh, Who Command gives is, a shit command is rule.
1: one type of leadership but, like don't like okay so say that you could teach it is it the kind of thing you could teach in six months or a year
0: no way. Depending on the person. Every person is different. No oh my way. god. No. There's Absolutely. You you I, you you truly dude. believe you can take some
1: like you know meek, quiet person and te- teach them to command a room and have a presence within a year. You think that's possible?
0: If that's that is their number one priority and goal in their life, yes, yes, that, I could. You you think you can change someone's nature? Dude, a year? I think I think if you want something bad enough, you can change your stripes. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Seriously.
1: Oh man, I can't believe how wrong you are right now. You're just you're following the you, everything everything's yeah. teachable. You can do whatever you want if you set your mind to it and if you work
0: hard enough. That's just that's so not true, man. It's like What do you I mean, fuck, my No, nah, we are we're we're never going to see eye to eye on that ever then if that's your stance. We're we're just not do you, Okay, how about this? Dude, uh, I, I, I personally have to believe everything is teachable and possible, like, learnable for my own sake. Because if it's not, then at what point do I just stop learning and I'm just stuck at the person who I am? And then why don't I just stop trying and just be that person more often? Because like, you... What is the point of continually growing oh. at that point? Oh, I'm
1: gonna jump through the screen It's because uh, because're you're, you're, if you're trying to teach yourself the talents that you cannot learn, then you're wasting your time. but if you're trying to improve on the talents that you have and draw out those talents, then you're killing it and that's the whole point of the book
0: is focus on the talents so, you got Yes I I, bel- I do believe focusing on the talents you have is the right way to go about it like for a career or to advance in life and grow. But if you want to change. And that is your number one priority in life. And you will do anything to do it. You will find a way to change. I will, change. I will stand by that. Change what? Forever. Say what you like change? your example of me personally, my weight, my physical presence that's,
1: that's that's not that, a, that is a, a changeable talent.
0: thing that, that's what i'm saying like i I don't know what my talents are we we've, we haven't discussed that remember you're like i did this thing online and i'm fo- totally prepared to talk about this you know absolutely nothing <laughs> about what i'm talking about what do you think what are your traits i don't fucking know all right so let's see but anymore. to go back to your other example if there's a meek sad quiet little person who is like oh i really hate that I don't have any command of in this project or on in this company or with my friends or whatever the fuck it is. And all they did was obsess and learn how and like follow people and had mentors and do whatever the fuck you have to do to figure out what that command trait is and the characteristics of it and how to learn it and all of that. You definitely can learn it. You for sure can learn it. You can make that person learn it because especially if they're obsessed about it and it's their number one hurry that's the that's the key there right is like it how badly do you want it most people say they want stuff like oh yeah i'll just kind of do it while i you know do my normal job and whatever else that's not a thing if you want to fucking change something it needs to move above all the other shit and you have to focus on it a (sighs) hundred percent
1: it's it's so it's just so wrong man it's so incredibly wrong let's talk talk about football think about think about football uh there are people who have trained for thousands and thousands of hours who are just objectively worse football players than people who have maybe played like a few dozen hours but are just naturally really talented. You agree with that? Yeah.
0: Yeah, you're talking about, but every yeah. person is different as well. Each individual is individual. Like they're going to have different stats, different strengths, different weaknesses, everything's different. So if you have a generalized thing like a sport, say football, then there's going to be varying varying successes varying failures yeah, varying talents that's my point like you get but but what, you're saying, but what you were saying is 100% if you're not one thing you can never be that thing that's not true
1: yeah there are people who no matter how hard they try to be good at football they'll never be an objectively good football player they just they don't have they don't have equally
0: it. true there are people out there that are not equally as good that can be that good Yeah, because they had the talent. You fucking idiot. No, they didn't. (laughs) They they did. They just had to draw it out. Oh my goodness. No, (laughs) shut up. I don't believe that at all. Fuck you. That's that's such a cop out for this argument. You can't just be like, nope, you're completely wrong. Oh, well, that talent was hidden in them the whole time. (laughs) This isn't a fucking Disney fairy tale, you piece of shit. Fucking get real
1: that's that's exactly what i'm saying it's not it is like it's not it's not a fairy tale you can't just take someone who's not who doesn't have something in their nature and drill it into them that's not a thing and then and then it was
0: in them the whole time that is the fairy tale the fairy tale is finding someone making them do something else and all of a sudden they're amazing at it and then oh oh yeah right they they were born into that Oh, oh they were they were born with that talent
1: yeah i'm saying that that doesn't happen i'm saying that does not happen in real life if you take take someone who's not good at command it it doesn't happen that you can teach like you know like i think that i think that people think that it does i think that that's the the rule the rumor or that's the common belief of like anything can be taught but in reality i don't think that is possible i don't think but you just said it was
0: and then you copped out by saying oh it was in them the whole time i I was saying like That, that is the cop out
1: I was I was saying that if that actually does happen, then it's because that weird edge case was true. But in the vast majority of cases, oh you can't just God. turn someone into You're something so bad. You're that so bad at not. this. Your,
0: your way of thinking is so fucking broken. On this,
1: <laughs> look, dude. What's your? Let's see. I'm gonna look it through this list and find a talent that you don't have. Um, command. I think you. I think you've got command. I don't think it's your Do top you really? five, but I think you. It's definitely not my top five. If it's there. <laughs> yeah uh all right woo this is a good one um people exceptionally talented in the woo theme love the challenge of meeting new people and winning them over they derive satisfaction from breaking the ice and making a connection with someone i I can definitely learn that you think you can you can learn to derive satisfaction from making a connection with someone yes you can
0: learn i've i've literally had to to keep my job like I barely know anybody that fucking works here at Phase 2 anymore. Like there's there's a small group of people left and I talk to almost none of them. So like I I have to I have to somehow encourage myself to meet more people and the way to do that is to get satisfaction out of meeting new people. So like I've I've been training myself currently to do this. You you you've taught yourself to enjoy a thing that you didn't I I am teaching myself currently to enjoy it so it's it's more like a 60 forty where I still don't like it sixty percent of the time and forty percent of the time I'm like oh that you never
1: you're never gonna like it, man you're never gonna like it near as much as someone who naturally has this talent. that's the point I'm trying to make
0: Th- then that's a stupid point that you're trying to make you you went from an absolute to like oh well then that that's not as good as this one like, I'm saying what the fuck I'm saying
1: uh, if you so going back so the the original rule is when selecting someone meaning like when you're hiring someone for a team, they select for talent, not experience, not intelligence, not determination. If you need someone to be a woo person on a team, you don't choose someone who's not a woo person and then spend years trying to make them into a woo person. You you should just hire the person who doesn't. But how have, do you
0: know that person isn't a woo person? That you you have to figure that out. That that's what you should focus well, on. But if an interview. it's a hidden talent, you have to you. That's woo. Like the,
1: the point is, instead of asking people Ooh. about their experience or their intelligence or making them you solve ask them problems. what is your woo factor you you ask them a question how, how would you rate yourself one through ten <laughs> about your woo well i think when you're meeting someone it's pretty obvious how you know charismatic and they are and how much uh, how curious they are about you as a person and things like that like i think all of these things have their kind of signals and those are the things that you should be looking for when you're interviewing instead of like they're no js experience you know
0: well i mean i do agree that there should be better hiring happening <laughs> absolutely because i mean just because somebody knows code doesn't mean they're going to work on a team so yeah there should be other other things that you look for but i don't think they're absolutes like you're, you're saying they are I, I just don't let me read you
1: a quote from the book can i find it i can find it don't waste time trying to put in what was left out try to draw out what was left in that is hard enough do you agree with that
0: I guess I don't know.
1: That's the opposite of what you've been saying. Why? Though. You're saying put in what was left out. I I don't feel that it is left out. I you feel that everybody is capable. Everyone that, has that's everything.
0: That's what I'm saying. I I do think that it is capable, and it, like I said, it depends on your focus and your priority. Like if if you quote unquote don't have it, like you're saying, and but it all of a sudden was the number one thing that you trait talent, whatever you're calling it, that you wanted to perform or do yourself. I, I do believe that you can you can make it happen.
1: I don't think so, and I, and I don't think I, I think the another factor here is just the amount of time too. Like if you want to hire somebody to fill a role, then you want them to See, be able I to think, fill the role without training so, them for so three years
0: for, Here's the thing too: is like you're talking in the context of like hiring somebody for a team, and I'm talking about people in general. Like, well, I think you're talking about a longer time frame, right? I'm just talking about as a person in general. You can you can learn these quote unquote. Unlearnable talents, um, over the course talk- of so many years, though, is what I'm saying. But it, I mean, depends on the person, depends on the talent, right? But like, I can agree, I can agree with this this shitty version of absolutes for management in your role, where you have to like hire somebody and like you know make essentially a snap judgment on them if they'll fit in the team and work with the team or not. Like, sure, as a management tool, that's fine. Absolutely, uh, you can talk to absolutes, whatever. But if you're going to tell me that like all people, only some of them have talents and some of them don't have the talents and will never have those talents no matter what, I'd rather just punch you in the mouth because that's a dumbass statement.
1: I think that it's a it's a very useful concept for somebody who mentors other people. I think that somebody who tries to drill talents into other people that don't have them will spend their lives and frustration that people aren't learning the things that you're trying to teach them. And I think that somebody who draws out talents that people have and, you know, make them even more powerful and stronger will, will be killing it.
0: But, but that's what I'm saying is it's on the individual for accountability, right? Like the, the person who needs the trait needs to want the trait needs to want it more than anything else. Like if, if they, fucking want to command they they won't they need to start like obsessing about command and start like looking for mentors and icons and stuff to like look up to and start following stupid quotes and adages like we do and like you know just all the shit start like surrounding yourself with that type of persona and you start like adopting the traits more and more like it, it just it happens you change people change people people can
1: change over a very, very long period of time, and...
0: You keep saying very, very. What is very, very in if, your if, mind when if, you say if that? A,
1: if a person who doesn't have a... Like, is just obviously not talented in command, wants to learn to take command, I think you're talking about years of experience of, you know, like, putting themselves out there and failing and uh, embarrassing themselves and learning. So, and- so
0: just like learning... A new framework, a new language—that's bullcrap, learning, man. Learning you can learn a new framework code.
1: in a week, and you be you be ramped up on it. A I month could. tops. Yes,
0: but that—that's—that's that's me. That's I have 10 years, 12 years behind me of of doing that shit, where nobody I mean, had any direction for me. It's just like, oh, make it work. But that's the like. Okay, so let's put some specific numbers. Say that it. Say that you hire
1: someone who doesn't know Rails, and you're a Rails shop. I think. If they're a decent developer, what are they, maybe like three months before they're a, a semi-proficient Rails developer? But say that you hire someone who doesn't have a command talent and that's what you need. You're talking about way more than three months before they're anywhere near what a naturally gifted commander but, would have.
0: But right, we're, we're separating the two things again, right? You're talking about hiring somebody.
1: Well, yeah, I'm just talking about like where skill to focus. Versus
0: hiring someone for a talent. And I've already agreed with you that hiring for a talent makes sense. Like, I've already but my, but you I've were asking about out there.
1: you were asking about the time frame i'm saying like it takes so much longer to to start to to, to even see any meaningful change in building a talent that it's almost not meaningful
0: you know but i mean that it also takes a super long time for anybody to show any any progress in the skill too i mean some some things you can show progress much much better and more consistently but like learning a new framework oh man it like Going from zero knowledge of development. Okay, here's one. Here's one. Going from zero knowledge of basically anything to do with Flash or Macromedia Flash, and then learning how to make uh um was it a lyric music video in Macromedia Flash back in the day? Like going from from nothing to that that music video or that that lyric video took a year over a year, like to get all of it pieced together and actually be like, oh. I built this in Macromedia Flash. I could redo it in Macromedia Flash if I needed to or do something similar Mm -hmm. that isn't, you know. So, I mean, that took fucking forever. And, I mean, that was from me just, I, I mean, like like you're saying, AOL, like on AIM talking to people and stuff and then randomly like, oh, what is this Flash thing? And then a friend coming over and even pair programming. It took us almost a year.
1: OK, so so your point is that it can take a long time for building skills
0: too to learn a skill. Yeah, absolutely. And that's that's not even like a crazy skill that that's a minor skill. If, like mean, in retrospect, I could do that in like 10 minutes now. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, starting from scratch. Yeah. Something like like that takes a long time. But if you're like hiring a programmer and that's already, you know, decently talented and trying to teach them, I don't know, Flash isn't a thing anymore, but like whatever. There's no way it would take a year. That would be. No, and I know I'm talking shouldn't. about hiring again, but, you know, like the, the right. point is like. As long as you're not starting from from nothing, which you almost always are not starting from nothing when you're talking about building building a skill, you're really on top of something else. But with building a talent, That's you often true. would be starting from nothing.
0: You don't think? No, I mean you 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 can learn skills from scratch all the time. Like oh yeah, I mean you mean, could. Like,
1: you know, like I could try and a use accordion. Art. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I could go take a martial art class and just get choked out constantly because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Some like. 18 year old kids in there that's been doing it his whole life will just demolish me (laughs) i would like
1: to to learn like i kind of the only the only minor regret i have about the fact that i wasn't super into sports growing up is like i feel like i would have liked being into martial arts and you know just like
0: why don't you do it now why don't you use it as a bombing experience with your sons I've actually thought we'll about that class together
1: there. Yeah. There's even a, a school that'll pick them up from school and they'll just like take them there. And then you pick them up from the class afterwards. So they could like be there while i working and stuff. would be pretty sweet. I, but I at
0: what point do you join them?
1: Uh, I, I don't know. Just watch him. Maybe let him beat me up sometimes. You idiot!
0: I said as a learning experience or as a bonding experience with your sons. You're like, yeah, yeah. I'll just have the school drop them off and pick them up while I'm working. Yeah, yeah.
1: Sure, sure. <laughs> It'd be great bonding. When I was really <laughs> little, there was I had this friend. It was a girl, and her name was Laura, and she took like karate or something, and she would beat the crap out of me. And she was like, like a foot <laughs> shorter and like fifty pounds lighter, but she would just like sneak up on me and pound me. And I was like, man, I got to learn how to fight. This is just ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't know. If I were to do martial art at this age, I would do, like, Aikido or Jiu-Jitsu or, like, Judo. I don't want to, like, punch things or kick things, really. Are those all, like, grappling type? Yeah, yeah. Uh, judo is just throwing people, basically. Oh, Hit throws. Yeah, that would be is fun. a big one. But jiu think... is, like, submitting people and, like, body control and stuff like that. And then Aikido is similar you've done a decent
1: amount of fight. like you you probably hold your own in a just a random street fight pretty well i totally would not
0: with another random dude who's not trained sure like yeah that's what i mean i, like, I a yes, randomly... i've been i've been in a lot of fights but i've also been got my ass kicked a lot of times like... but i think
1: that makes you a better like i for me i've never been in a serious fight and if somebody starts swinging at me i would freak out because like i don't even know what it feels like to be hit you know and i'm terrified of it
0: yeah i mean I guess the one thing I got going for me is that I like the feeling of getting punched in the face. It's, it's a weird thing I have, but uh, yeah, that,
1: that is a pretty serious advantage when you're in a fight, though. I think I uh, I often wish it, that it I'd, wakes me up. I, I wish that I uh, had an easy way to take some boxing classes without it being like a huge strain on my family time and stuff. Cause I would just I would like to know that you, you know I could probably could. hold my own if somebody picked a fight with me.
0: Just set up a empty out your your dirty ass garage set up a fucking a what is it punching bag and then just do like an online thing but you need like real people punch kick
1: you need some just punching a punching bag doesn't increase your confidence for being in an actual fight i don't think
0: no not at all but i mean you could you could do that for a while and then be like okay i could take this to a class and you go to class and be like oh i I still know nothing
1: (laughs) yeah that's true yeah have you seen those those things that are like uh it's like a punching bag kind of, but it has a little swing arm, and you like hit it, and then it swings around and comes at you from the other side, yeah. and and you like duck so under it like, stuff.
0: Yeah, you have to avoid. Yeah, those are well pretty cool. As hit. I like that, dude. I would I would hurt myself with all of those all those things. Like I, yeah.
1: Have we have we talked about the fact that I had a punching bag when I was a kid because I had such a bad temper?
0: No, huh? Maybe.
1: Oh man. Maybe you
0: brought it up before.
1: I uh, whenever I like lo- a freaking Madden NFL Madden, I would I would get mad because like I, I would be killing it until the very end of the game. And then they would pull some stupid Hail Mary and beat me like every time. And I would get so mad, I would just smash my controllers. And, you know, this thing's cost like a decent amount of money, like 20, 30 bucks or something. Yeah. I would smash them all the time. And so my parents finally were just like, we're buying you a punching bag. If you smash any more controllers and we're taking your, you know, all your video games away. So they bought it. And yeah, whenever that anything made me mad, I just got up and beat the crap out of that thing until I got tired. And it was it was pretty awesome. I loved it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I would, I would usually punch inanimate objects a, a bunch when I got angry as a kid. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, they, they put me in like counseling and therapy and stuff from a very, very young age as well. Uh, the anger issues were run deep. If anything, that's that's my talent is anger. Ooh, I wonder if
1: there's a good there's a good anger <laughs> talent. There's uh there's one I can't remember what it was. There was one that was just like when you're when you're under pressure, you just you kill it. And I feel like that's kind of related. That was me when I used to play basketball. To anger. Yeah, yeah. Like when you get angry and you just like don't let anything stand in your way.
0: I just got another coworker pigging me this Bloom episode. was hilarious.
1: Sweet, <laughs> nice spreading.
0: All right, you ready to 97. wrap it? 97, baby. because you started so late.
1: Before yeah, I'm going. gonna leave. I'm done with you. You don't. You think talents are teachable, oh. and that makes you dead to me.
0: That's fine. I mean, that's also why you're a manager and I'm a developer, right? Because you're we, wrong we and need I'm right. Different perspe- well, we need different perspectives. Otherwise, <laughs> if you're if you're running your ship like I would, I feel sorry for your ship.
1: <laughs> My ship would be zooming, man.
0: <laughs> it'd be cruising (laughs) there'd be like no one there but the people that are there are zooming (laughs) there's just you on the ship everybody else jumped
1: overboard (laughs) yeah everybody just bailed immediately but you're going like 80 knots just flying (laughs) i love this mental image he's just like on the very front like titanic (laughs) just like yeah i'm the king of
0: the world wait who's driving and then you smash into a mountain or something <laughs> a mountain? You mean an iceberg? Yeah. No, a mountain. An underwater mountain? <laughs> no, cuz you're not driving so you're like, okay, there's a mountain. And you smash it. Into... <laughs> oh, you're an idiot. <laughs> I don't know why it's so funny to me. Thinking about you on your own <laughs> ship, is it's just so such bad. a great great mental image. When's the last time you've been on a boat at all? Jesus. Um <laughs> holy fuck um i I definitely was back in hawaii i think it was 2008 when my friend was working at the honokawa harbor Mm. Uh, but i mean like i didn't go out on the boat we we would just go on the boats to like help clean them and whatever oh nice 2008 so that's 13 years that's probably
1: about i think it was like 2007 for me at the beach edisto beach yeah going fishing
0: with my Didio. i never i never went on boats a lot just in general I, yeah. I know in, in the eighth grade I uh got suspended in the last quarter so I couldn't go on like the eighth grade graduation trip, which was on a a beer cruise boat, but they instead of beer they're doing like soda and whatever for mm. the kids. Um but yeah, I I didn't get to go on that one. That one stands out.
1: Yeah, I, I had a lot of chances to go on boats because like my grandparents lived on, you know, like five minutes from the beach and my uncle had a boat and he would always go like deep sea fishing, but I just didn't I wasn't into it. You know, it was just boring for me. So I always avoided it. Do you it.
0: consider like canoes and kayaks? Boats?
1: I Well, I wasn't thinking about that, but my dad was really into can- canoeing and kayaking for a while. And that was another thing that I was just like not into, which as an adult, that sounds awesome. I would love to just like kayak around, you know, a little, little yeah. beach stream somewhere like he always wanted to. But I just thought it was mad boring when I was a kid.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, when when I was younger, I think I did those things more often than all the other boats because it. Yeah. If you weren't fishing in Hawaii or diving in Hawaii, like the rest of the boats that were there were all for tourists.
1: Mm hmm. Oh, man. You just reminded me of uh, one time my family took Nancy to the beach in 2007. We we had been dating for like three years, I guess, at that point. But there were uh, we had a house right on this little river that was, you know, like Saltwater River or whatever. And there were dolphins. And Nancy got up, you know, she built up all her courage and hopped in her little kayak and just like paddled out to the dolphins. And she was like, you know, just next moment is awesome. And then she didn't realize that the tide was coming in, you know. And so when the tide <laughs> comes in, the whole river just turns to like pluff mud. And it's just there's nothing nice. to paddle in. So <laughs> there was a solid 10 minutes there where she was just stuck. And you can't walk. You can't walk in it, you know, because your whole body sinks. And I was legitimately like, she's going to have to stay there all night because there's no way we're going to be <laughs> It was horrible. And
0: this is your wife. Yeah. like, oh, you're stuck there forever. <laughs> she, See you later.
1: I, I remember her saying, she was like really far away because she paddled, you know, to get through the dolphins. She's like, help me. And I was like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> we were just screaming at each other. And when she finally figured out a way to paddle herself to like the little sliver of stream, then there was some other random family that started clapping for because <laughs> they were all watching
0: her. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's so embarrassing. Like, that, that's probably one of the most embarrassing moments for me is like when I do something, but then I recover. And then someone's like, woo! Like, oh <laughs> yeah. fuck! Somebody saw that son of a bitch.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, you do the, you screw up and then you look around real quick to see who's watching. I do that all the time. Yeah. All right, let's call it. All
0: right, we made it. Ten minutes after I told you. Well done. <laughs> I call this one uh success, non-success. I call this one exposing our talents. we, we need exposing to exposing our talents. Yeah, I guess. I mean, we didn't expose any of mine though, except for anger.
1: I uh, I, you're you're always fully exposed I know what your talents are
0: list them top five go
1: your thighs
0: my thighs are my
1: talents yeah it's thunder thighs baby (laughs) (laughs) let me see him squat all right I'm shutting it down
0: terrible I oh man you're (laughs) such a fucking weirdo oh no I'm not recording I'm just kidding yeah yeah. did I get you I wouldn't care if you were (laughs) it's a throwaway All right. We have so many episodes in the bank. I mean, just let it roll.
1: Yeah, this is episode 30. Dang. We're getting up towards 50. When we get to 50, then you know we made it.
0: Uh, I'm just going to do the 100 so that I'm not a liar. And then I'm going to quit and start my own podcast all by myself. Did you tell somebody you're going to 100? We did. We talked
1: about it. Oh, okay. We did.
0: We talked about making it to 100.
1: All right. Yeah. So we, at, at two a week, we really, you know, we'll get to 100 pretty quickly. We got 70 left. So it's 35 weeks it's like three quarters of a year is that like eight eight, like eight weeks or eight months i mean yeah that's a pretty good bit it's actually more than i thought <laughs> so that'll take us a while oh two-thirds of a year yeah it'll be like march of next year
0: it's not that bad we could just start doing five a week that'll just, be like you're writing just kick off the day talking to each other every day each each blog post is gonna be accompanied with like a 20 minute clip of us being idiots <laughs> in the morning
1: I actually wouldn't mind each blog post is we just like argue about the blog post. I posted a blog about, oh, I'm getting a phone call. It says call from potential spam. Should you be working? I posted a oh, blog no, about the awful. running I time of like the actual live action of sports. Did you know an NFL game on average has, it lasts for like yeah, three hours, I but get, there's like 11 minutes. I see your of fucking action.
0: highlights in the PeopleWare channel Uh-oh, or I can't like, hear
1: you anymore. Oh, it's because of that potential spam oh, call. Why? Screwed up why, my why, Bluetooth. Why,
0: why, why. But yeah, in, in yeah. the public people wear uh, in the blogs channel. I mean, it, it saw. Oh, the, it pops up. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know you watched. I need that. to turn off those. Well, I need to turn off those notifications. I just added it to my phone, so like on my phone Slack, I only keep work stuff because all I care about to look at on Slack. And then the people wear stuff. I just added. I just added it recently, but they didn't change any of the notifications for it.
1: Mm-hmm. So you're so you're all up in my blog posts every day.
0: Well, I just know what they're about. And I just go, what a fucking idiot. (laughs) But 11 minutes,
1: man. An entire football game. Three hours. There's only 11 minutes of actual play time. That is mind-boggling to me. Why? Because that means that if you're watching a football game, you're spending 94% of the time not watching anything happening.
0: Well, I mean, you you are watching things happen, right? You're watching people walk off the field, walk Mm -hmm. on the field, move the lines, grab yeah. the ball center it again Everybody yeah. lining up so like i said you plays listening to the announcers looking at all the ads that's my favorite I mean, that... part of
1: football is watching them move the line seeing those players right. walk off the field they got thunder thighs you gotta too. Move those
0: chains <laughs> you gotta keep the
1: chains up today <laughs> i'm done with you later all right bye bye okay bye